How, because you're talking about an electron orbiting an atom mm -hmm. and also an electron freely moving across atoms. This is what electricity is. Yes, these things both happen. Okay. So when you have an excited... But only in conductive materials, like sea of electron materials. I, I know the buzzwords. Um... It's not a buzzword. It's an educational concept framework. I love frameworks. Don't throw the word buzzword at me, buzzworthy, <laughs> upworthy. <laughs> It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, right here in this very room, it's Catherine Kogrit. Hey, it's so great to be here. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, great. I'm real tired. What's new? Oh, lasers. <laughs> oh, what's our topic this week? Oh, lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired from learning about lasers. What's your favorite part of light shows? Lasers. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite L word? Uh, lasers. <laughs> That HBO show, uh, no, Showtime. Uh, it was like a, it was one of the like one of saucier those. prime. Uh, it wasn't HBO premium. for sure. Yeah. yeah, but it was maybe it was Stars. I, it feels like a Stars show. Doesn't it feels it? like a Stars with a Z show. Anyway, yeah, the L word. It's about lasers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they revealed in the season or the series finale. Yeah, oh, because because the whole time it was like all these like different like. Uh, uh, <laughs> lesbians and just um Love, you know right lipstick All, um <laughs> lousy <laughs> <laughs> loud neighbors luscious <laughs> oh, this seems like kind of a sexy show but it turned out at the end it was a uh, i think it was designed to be sexy yeah i think it was supposed like to be most like things mm, <sighs> sexiness so exhausting <laughs> why don't we talk about lasers more <laughs> great excellent <laughs> uh you ever use a laser pointer of course man <laughs> every chance i get are you like particular do you, do you take a lot of joy in playing with a laser pointer uh e oh you and sometimes <laughs> why <laughs> e-i-e-i-o uh yes <laughs> with a shine shine here and a shine shine there everybody everybody laser and everywhere annoyed annoyed um <laughs> um Okay. I don't like presenting with a laser pointer. Oh, interesting. I like the weight of like a wooden pointer because mm. I, my hands feels less shaky, you know? Yeah. I hate a, that. A laser pointer has a way of really um, amplifying um, I'm so your hand nervous. movements. <laughs> I hate that. And you're like, it was just a small movement, but amplified over, you know, 30 this feet. This conference room. It looks like I'm a wreck. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so tired of people seeing on the outside what I feel like on the inside. Sick and tired of being sick and tired of lasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of amplification, uh -huh. do you remember what laser stands for? Uh, yeah. Light amplification stimulated uh, by emission radiation. <laughs> the listener will note that Catherine uh, <laughs> was looking over by the fact that her mouth moved away from the microphone to read oh. that. <laughs> uh, light amplification stimulate oh, i already forgot it why can't um, i do this like it's a lot of words <laughs> it's that... a lot of words and are they important words 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 mm -hmm. words words do you think okay aside from the fact that i love that laser as an acronym has mm -hmm. now become a word yeah like i think writing laser all lowercase also makes total sense no like one what nascar you... isn't nascar one of those um now apple all right 
sell cars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR was named by uh, the founder's disinterested wife. <laughs> But like she wanted to, she's, I mean, it's not her thing, but yeah. like she wanted to engage. Absolutely. Yeah. She just wanted to be there for, for her husband. Now, all right. So cars, <laughs> honey, you're a genius. <laughs> Lasers, same way. <laughs> Loud. Ex- so. So. <laughs> I like it, but I think okay. So, what are the takeaways from the uh, the acronym that is laser light? light. That's important. Yes. Um, do we care about amplified? Uh, do we care? I like it when things get amplified. Yeah, turn it up to eleven. Yeah, all that good stuff. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like stimulated is is probably stimulated is important. Yeah. Yeah. Light amplification by stimulated emission? Radiation. R? Radiation. Radiation. <laughs> radiation, I definitely don't care about. Everything's radiation. It's physics. <laughs> Whatever. I feel like physicists would be offended by that. Not everything is radiation, Tim. Why are you so radiation normative? What else you got? It's not radiation. What is it? Uh, parabolic Some movement. Something with mass. Yeah, something with mass. Parabolic movement is just math, which is just a way of describing radiation. <laughs> Think about it. No, no, don't be the first link in a Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? That's the game where you click the first non-italic link in a Wikipedia article. Yes. And eventually you always get to, what is it? Like philosophy? knowledge or education. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just little loops. Science, yeah. philosophy, knowledge, education, life. Mm-hmm. They all just kind of loop. Mm. Yeah. It's like a top 40 station, but for concepts. Yeah, there's only 500. <laughs> And they're pre-selected in order to maximize profit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wikimedia Foundation. <laughs> oh, big Wikimedia. <laughs> okay, so we decided we care about we care about light. We care about stimulation. I think I like amplification too. Or stimulated. It's really stimulated emission is one concept. Stimulated, yes. Yeah. And then the amplification. Okay. So let's try to explain why those are the important ones. Okay. Uh, light because it makes light. Yes. So we got that. It makes light. Um, and the way it makes light is uh-huh. through this concept called stimulated emission. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have we have four of six letters yeah. so far. We're mostly I mean, we're already getting there. We're we most got, of the way there. Uh, LSE, which sounds like a high speed internet thing or something. Yes. Um, but okay, so we've got less now. <laughs> no, wait. But we'll have more later. What's a more baffling way we could describe lasers? I feel like I feel like this is hard to follow. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> okay. Hey Tim. Hey. What is stimulation emission? Stimulated emission. What is stimulated emission? Why are none of the words memorable? <laughs> <laughs> this is some sort of Illuminati conspiracy, I'm sure. <laughs> Very frustrating that we can't remember this acronym. This is why. I mean, so like, so really, this, this What's has been frustrating. Here is that we spent probably we spent a full hour reading about lasers. Yeah. Before we sat down, and I feel like I have a good understanding of what they are, mm-hmm. what they're used for, right. how they work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't remember the stupid acronym. <laughs> Do you think it was? I mean, light amplification by stimulated emission radiation. Uh huh. Is that all right? That seemed right. 
Um, yes. I feel like maybe I messed up some prepositions in there, but... Well, prepositions are for the week. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All verbs, all nouns. All verbs, all day. Um, so it doesn't... That actually seems like a description of what it is, but somehow it's just not sticking in my head. I don't think it's one of these situations where a scientist names a thing because it's like a fun acronym. Um you know, something that's common in... A backronym, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a good example and I can't think of any. But... I have some really good ones. Okay. Um, uh, oh, blah, blah. Um, okay, so there's a type of reactor in my research called a Sharon reactor. Oh, yeah. Um, it is a uh, single hydraulic autotrophic removal over nitrite, which is not super descriptive, first of all. And I might have screwed it up because acronyms are actually pretty hard to remember what they stand for. <laughs> Turns out That's that they're not actually very good mnemonic devices. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, the thing is, is that it's a two-reactor system. Sure. And you could try to vote for a third reactor, but... <laughs> First, it's typically a two-reactor system, especially in my work. And you'll notice I said single reactor, and that's just the S. So the R isn't even in there. Uh... Yeah, that's confusing. It's a dumb acronym. Yeah. Yeah. Or the one, uh, my friend who uh, went on a tour to study uh, zooplankton in the Amazon River Plume, mm -hmm. uh, his project was called Anacondas. And everything stood for something. And sometimes it stood for the last letter of a word. Or sometimes it's yeah. because they were like, what's a way we can make this seem like it's part of the Amazon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Acronyms. Mm -hmm. But this one seems like maybe they just got lucky. I guess they just I had to I think they have... got lucky because I... All of these words seem to indicate like what laser, how lasers work. Mm -hmm. Like my understanding of lasers. I just can't remember them. Right. Maybe this is on us. That's so frustrating. What's wrong with us? I don't know a lot of things. <laughs> Let's find out when we come back on Encyclopedia Brunch. on encyclopedia brunch still so frustrated with lasers <laughs> and it's especially frustrating because despite my incoherent understanding of lasers they provide coherent light and so like but what's coherent light oh man oh, i don't man. know um all right let's try to explain like the super top level of lasers as we understand it okay and we'll go from there okay so um i think begin at the beginning right mm -hmm. so they're uh, the Oh, oh no. Um, okay. So there's an atom, right? Yeah. Fundamental building blocks of matter. Mm -hmm. Atoms. Atoms have protons, they have nucleuses, but then they have electrons, which are little guys that spin around outside. Mm -hmm. Right? And those electrons live in various orbitals. And there's low orbitals and high orbitals. So if you throw energy at an atom, sometime an sometimes an electron can get really stoked and jump up to a higher energy orbital. Right. Am I good so far? Uh. Yes, and that also, I think, key for understanding the lasers is that in any given collection of atoms, 
there will be a random number of electrons that are kind of in that higher state and mm -hmm. some that are in the lower state. Right. Um, and in a typical uh, collection, a typical medium, mm -hmm. um, most of them are in the ground state because there's like less electricity. Yes. Electricity. Less energy, energy in the system. And it's just kind of easier for them to like hang out and chill down there. Yes. But um, you can create a medium or mediums exist where there's more in the higher state than in the lower state. Okay. Are we good so far? How do you do that? I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, so, and then what, what happens is uh, there, it takes a certain amount of energy for uh, electrons to be in that higher state. Mm -hmm. And it's a really specific amount of energy. Yes. As our good friend, Ben Tippett uh, mm -hmm. said on his podcast, it's friend it's, of the show, Ben Tippett. It's, uh, from the Titanium Physicist podcast, it's is the exact change only. So mm. it's like, uh, you know, if it only takes quarters and you only have nickels, well, it won't do you any good. Like you have to have the quarters. Um, and so there's an exact amount of energy that it takes for this electron to move up into that higher state. Yes. Um, and it releases an exact amount of energy when it moves down to a lower state. The same amount. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's two kinds of ways that it can go from an upper higher state to a lower state. There's spontaneous emission, where it's in that higher state, and then it just kind of jumps down, you know, randomly happens. Like, right. listen, life's crazy. Stuff happens. Life is hard. Um, and just, like, let electrons be electrons, yeah. right? Just, like, doing just their like thing. They practically raise themselves. <laughs> you really shouldn't have electron children. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't and cannot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's It might good. kill me. <laughs> well, let's not try to parse what an electron child is. <laughs> Stick with the explanation. So um, it drops down and releases just a random energy. There's this other thing that can happen called stimulated emission. And that you may recognize from a word we talked about recently. What word was that? Laser. <laughs> so stimulated emission is kind of interesting, and I don't totally understand it. But essentially, mm -hmm. if uh, a photon, which is a little packet of light, or uh, which carries a certain amount of energy, mm -hmm. an exact amount of energy, yes. if it... Uh, interacts with an electron in an excited state, it can cause it to drop down and release a photon of the exact same nature as the photon that it was interacting with. Yes. So it was stimulated because a photon hit it and it said, oh, yeah, no, I can do that too. <laughs> it's like, it's anything oh, you can do, I can do better. wagoners, <laughs> electrons and atoms. Yeah, no, they're always just trying to like, oh, what is, what is the momentum of this? Like, where are things going? <laughs> It's true. Matter doesn't really make a lot of decisions for itself. That's sort of like what the uh, first law of motion says. That's actually. true. That's kind of the fundamental principles here. Yeah, not a lot of agency in subatomic particles. You know, quantum and classical physics don't agree on a lot, but they do agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> They're not thinking. Matter isn't thinking. <laughs> Um, okay, but so you can follow on on what's happening here, right? If, if there's one photon and it, it interacts with a, an atom and it causes an emission of uh, another identical photon... Well, those guys are also going to bounce around and hit some other things. And now you've got four photons because each photon went to hit another atom. Mm -hmm. And now you've got four in each of those and each of those and each of those. Yes. And then you've got all these photons bouncing around and they're all exactly the same. Yes. What, wait, what does that mean though? What about them is the same? So there's a couple things for photons. Uh -huh. uh, one is wavelength. Okay. Which, uh, you know, in sort of graph terms means, you know, if you picture a sine wave, that's like the same sine wave. Mm -hmm. In real terms, it means, well, the light's the same color. Yes. Um, and there's another thing, which is the phase of the uh, photon is also identical. Do you understand what that means? Yes. Practically? 
um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let the listener know that that um meant I ninety percent get it. <laughs> So again, in like math graph terms, that means if you have two sine waves, mm-hmm. they overlap each other. Yeah. Um, it's not like the peaks are where the valleys are. Right. The peaks are where the peaks are on both of the sine waves. Right. And and one may recall from uh, high school physics class mm-hmm. um, is that when the peaks and the valleys are on top of each other, they cancel each other out. Waves have this ability to like, if one wave is up, the other one's down, then the, the net is zero. Right. Quick question. Mm-hmm. I think this is a leading question, if okay. you will. What happens when the peaks are on top of each other? Uh, they amplify. Amplification. Oh, is that a word from That's one a of our... word from our favorite oh, word this we're week? We're getting lasers. laser bingo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're doing so good at the senior center, <laughs> science senior center. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Why are science centers just for children? Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, it's the culture's poisonous. <laughs> um, it's a fun new catchphrase you're playing yeah, with. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just playing around with it. I really think, yeah, maybe it's not good for us. Um, <laughs> I've been wondering about it. Maybe the culture's not good for us. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, the basic idea is that the waves are not canceling each other out. And so you're getting a predictable, consistent, strong amount of light energy coming by all of these photons moving in lockstep with each other. Yes. And so it's, they're not doing this thing where like like regular light sources, like, yeah, it's super complicated. Like, oh, well, you know, they're different. It's a, it's a different spectrum. We can't really predict what's it's actually diffuse. here. It's, it's not going in the same direction. It's not going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the phase is all different. So you actually get different amounts of intensity because yeah. the, the actual photons are canceling each oh, other out at different times. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So this is why, at a la- why the laser is a beam, right? So it's a beam because it's like if you step one centimeter outside of the beam, there's no light. But then if you're in the beam, there's like so much light. Right. Um, because that's all the same intensity. Is that right? Well, I think it's just because so so then what happens is so if you're picturing like this this set of atoms mm-hmm. that is in a undefined space heretofore, mm-hmm. um, you know, really what it is is it's a crystal or it's a uh, gas inside of a chamber or it's a liquid inside of a chamber. And then we just surround it with mirrors and point it all so that every photon that gets generated either causes another photon to uh, be emitted or yeah. it hits a mirror and bounces back or it hits the one little hole where we're allowing it to shoot out. Yeah. So is that why it's in a, a beam? Just because we've kind of well, really, really directed it? Yes, the beam nature. But if it was if it was just regular light that we just punched a little pinhole in, mm-hmm. then it would still kind of, it would diffract, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know why it's not doing that. I think it's the size of the pinhole, actually. So it's not that it would diffract, but it would kind of scatter, right? Mm-hmm. It would go out in like um like a radial arc. Yeah, like a cone. It forms yes. a cone, yeah. Yes. But like, a, all... like it's coming out of a flashlight or something. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think we might be at our limit on this one. Okay. Well, um, you want to quit? Uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So that's basically how we're getting this really, really consistent light. And then the only piece that's left over, because we came up with this whole thing, is like, wait, you're not allowed to just like have endless light because it's a chain reaction and it goes yeah. so you need some way remember all this light came from one photon telling another fo- uh telling an electron hey drop down and shoot a photon off that's just like me mm-hmm. which is like weird and sociopathic if these things were actual real but but they don't make decisions yeah they don't make decisions so <laughs> <you> covered? 
Oh, man. I just feel like that's the big takeaway from this yeah. episode. It's good to have a nut of like an idea. And it's <laughs> subatomic particles do not make decisions. Um, but so those electrons drop down. Yeah. What makes them get back up? And that's where we're left with the other really, really key piece. So everything we've described so far is a thing that can occur naturally. Like it just could happen in nature, you know, like, well, this crystal was sitting there. Sure. It happened to have a fair number of things um, up at the uh, uh, high electron, high. Oh, why are words so hard? What a great question. Mm. Why are words so hard? There was a crystal somewhere. It happened to have a bunch of electrons in this high energy state. Um, and then one of them had a spontaneous emission, which caused a bunch of other stimulated emissions. Then away it goes. But mm-hmm. then you just have like this little like flash of a laser. Like it wouldn't really be anything. No. So the way that you keep it consistent. A far cry from a Daft Punk show. <laughs> you need to provide. Uh, the name of my next memoir. <laughs> so many memoirs. What are you memoiring on like individual days? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, a great idea, but no, I'm I'm writing memoirs for all of my um, parallel universe selves. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure not Daft Punk, uh, parallel universe self appreciates the fact that you need to, the the thing that makes lasers work for us uh-huh. as like a technology is yeah. that you also apply more energy into the system using laser pumping, which can either be you shine a different light on it. Um, or you shine shine electricity on it, mm-hmm. you, you, or heat it somehow. You're, you're providing this energy, some sort of energy source, right? And into then, your crystalline substance, which has atoms, or a liquid, or whatever. Or okay, lots of things can produce laser light. It's kind of cool. Wow. Um, but I think what's what's really key there is that you just have to provide some energy source, and because of the quantum way that the electrons jump up, you know, like I say, it has to be exact change. Um, it'll pick up only the exact amount and i guess like if you're just shining a random light a lot of the other light would just kind of fly away or whatever um so you don't have to have a perfectly coherent light source to power a laser no which is kind of cool because otherwise you would just need coherent light sources all the way down and then you'd be stuck in this laser loop yeah which sounds like a pretty fun show dope show (laughs) back in a minute on encyclopedia brunch back on encyclopedia brunch talking so, Tim. with Catherine. hey hey <laughs> i have a question uh-huh. why do lasers go pew 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 um oh god i know this joke um <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i don't know it seems like why is that the sound effect we picked um i don't know because light had... doesn't make noise right right uh, light's so quiet yeah light is very quiet great neighbor um yeah but it's so bright i don't know <laughs> like it's bright enough that you can like see it come through the walls one of those roommates Quantum where tunnel. they're always like really stoked on the day and you're like bro i just woke up <laughs> can i just brush my teeth please oh i thought you were gonna say it's like one of those roommates who just like they're very quiet but their room is always glowing <laughs> <laughs> that too yeah I mean, I guess that this is a lesser roommate complaint where it's like, we have light differences. We just like it at a different brightness. <laughs> yeah, well, you are a cave dweller. So, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. 
you're gonna run into that here on the surface we prefer the term troglodyte okay i would not have thought that i would have not thought you enjoyed being called a troglodyte but okay we're taking it back okay okay uh, but it, is that like should i not say that word in the context like this i think yeah. it's perfectly safe okay i think when you're making your racist cave dweller jokes as i do as you do uh -huh. maybe not okay yeah uh, how many troglodytes does it take to change a light bulb? None. We don't care about light. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Why do they make that? I guess because science fiction um, writers must have assumed... Well, one, just for drama, you need it to make some sound. And then uh, beyond that, I don't know. Like, yeah, you assume that there must be some mechanism. Like... Because guns um, make a sound and you're like, oh, well, there must be some like yeah, powering up. Yeah. If you're applying a voltage or something, if you need to start a generator every time you uh, try to shoot a laser, which is not how you would actually do it. You would never make a laser that required a generator to start up every time it is shot, but right. um, at least not in like a laser gun. So maybe there's, there's like a Van de Graaff generator thing, like some sort of arc is going across. Right. Oh, you know what? I bet that's what it is. Uh, science fiction writers were confused about the difference between a laser and an electrical uh, plasma arc. That does make a noise because it's the it's it's the sundering of atoms that is making a noise. Okay, that seems louder than pew 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 pew. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. What do you got? Uh, I have more questions. <laughs> do you want to guess what phaser stands for? I'm talking Star Trek now. I'm I'm really glad you weren't asking me to guess what your questions were. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is too meta. Um, so there's lasers, right? There's masers. Yeah, which, which is, are microwaves mm -hmm. instead of light waves. Right, which is so it's the exact same concept, but just a different. Um, Part uh, of wavelength. the electromagnetic yeah. spectrum. So different amount of energy is going, you know, between the different uh, electrons jumping around. Yes. Hip hop, hurrying. Uh, jump around. Get up, get up, and get down. Uh -huh. Phasers, what do you think phaser stands for? Uh, are the P and H different um, words? Um, Phaser's not spelled with an F, right? That'd be crazy. No, it's P-H-A-S-E-R. That's all I'm going to answer. I'm going to say phantom. <laughs> phantom amplification. amplification phantasm amplification it's it's a ghost shooter okay it's a ghost shooter mm -hmm. oh, that's a great joke it's um <laughs> that's a great joke hey guess what i'm a monster <laughs> just please move on i'm already embarrassed can we move on <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can um because this is really going to be really disappointing for you it stands for phaser energy rectification so it has literally nothing to do with stimulated emission because this is the great thing about star trek all the science is super made up, but it's, they like have full explanations for it. Like you could write a Star Trek textbook, hmm. but none of it is true. Right. I mean, there's a certain allure to that. I understand that. Oh, oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that there is. We talked about this. Uh, I don't Would know. Would you like for me to explain to you how phasers work? I was in the middle of saying something. I'm sorry. Uh, well, we, I just was going to say we talked about this um, in one episode where we were saying like, as engineers you have to like struggle with the real world and it's frustrating because there's like all these like fun abstractions you come up with and then mm -hmm. sometimes it's just like yeah that's not how the world works there uh huh. <laughs> whereas like yeah if you can do all the same like fun things but then it's just like oh but in the end you can just hand wave and be like oh no well, that was magic <laughs> and it still works the way i wanted but it's not mad they don't hand wave it though is the thing no no but the root thing is uh -huh. well, okay why don't you explain to me how phasers work okay because it sounds to me like at the very very basis there is just like well this thing is not true and then we extrapolate from there. I don't know if that's... Okay, let me just explain this. Mm -hmm. Let me read this to you. Um, a phaser is a phased energy rectification where particles called rapid nadions are generated with an 
LICU-521 superconducting crystal in a pre-fire chamber of the phaser. It can interact with the CNS, so it's possible to stun someone with a phaser while you can't do this with a laser. Did you explain what the CNS was? No, 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 I didn't. Central nervous system. Oh, CNS. Okay. Okay. Um, So I... LICU would be lithium copper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lithium copper 521 superconducting crystal is a real thing. I have no idea. Um, but I will tell you that rapid nadions, those are particles that don't exist. Okay. Yeah. I see. Okay. So really what it sounds like is we created a bunch of... Kind of like an, our own language. Yeah. Well, you, you all the words are made up and then you kind of string it together with like sciencey sounding techniques like yes. interact and whatever yes i see what you're saying and the thing about techno babble though this mm-hmm. particular brand of techno babble yeah. is like often it's okay to just string together techno babble right but in the star trek universe you can do that incorrectly wait what do you mean like oh i see what you're saying yeah like you're like, saying you like oh well a... the licu 635 and you're yeah. like that's not even a thing that, dude that's not even right right <laughs> what are you even talking about you clearly don't know what you're talking about and like, no, sir, neither do you. Nerd <laughs> explaining Star Trek science to me. <laughs> um, all right, so, I mean, I'm interested in the way, like, I feel like you gave a very succinct explanation that made no sense and didn't mean anything yeah. of phasers. Uh-huh. And then we also spent the last two segments giving a very non-succinct explanation of lasers, which actually is true, but just like it was hard because there's all these like weird nuances and uh-huh. like background information you have to have. Yes. Um, but... At the end, something like lasers, mm-hmm. you know, we struggled with this when we were like researching it. We like kind of vaguely understood how it worked. And I imagine a lot of listeners were the same way where it was like, oh, yeah, there's some kind of quantum thing. I, I, I remember there's like a, a energy state change and then it shoots out of a beam. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's because we get to do this thing that Star Trek just jumps straight to, which uh-huh. is like. You kind of remember roughly what it does. And then once you have that little like black box of a concept around like, yeah, well, I can use a laser to do the following things. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really need to be in the weeds on this. Well, this is a very engineering centric perspective, right? right? Once you talk about the application. But I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's where we've gotten to as a culture with lasers. It's like you kind of remember it's it's a light beam. It can heat things. Cool. Like, I don't know. Don't you think? Because we've Is all it? kind of hand-waved it, like, roughly. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, but. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of excitement and a letdown with the but. <laughs> Go on. I think it's, life is always going to be like that because there's always another question you can ask. Right. I don't know. It's, it just seems like you're grasping for a level of understanding that you will never obtain because you're always going to think of another interesting question to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's even a bad thing. I'm just saying this is where we've come to with lasers, right? Yeah. This is very, very, very firmly in the realm of like, let's all just kind of half remember a few like... Um, Things we learned in AP physics. Yeah, like a few little flags we can put down to uh-huh. be like, maybe I could look that up later if I really had to. Sure. Turns out with lasers, it'll take you a long time to look that up. Um, I actually found a really helpful article on How Stuff Works that I'll link to. How Stuff Works is really great. Yeah, they do great work. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. And then that brings us to like, so after our discussion, uh, trying to research it and everything, we kind of came down to like, this is, a, here's a little toy you can use to get really, really specific kinds of energy. Yes. To do one of three things. Uh-huh. Straight lines. Mm-hmm. Burn things very in very specific ways. Right. Or do something pretty. Do something pretty, yeah. Because we like colors. We love colors. Colors are fun. Yeah, and you can shoot them around. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Super easy to shoot around. They are neat. Lasers. 
I have one more question for you. Uh-huh. I have here, I have an assault rifle, an AK-47. Okay. And I have... <laughs> all right, I guess. Scaring me. <laughs> and I have a futuristic laser gun. When would one be preferable over the other, do you think? Um, how futuristic laser... Is, is, is this a thing that exists or... Is I this think, like a yeah laser guns? Well, they are retrofitting um, jet plane, like fighter jet planes. That's interesting. So at like very very high levels, yes, laser guns do exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been enough research into like applications of laser guns, and like there's a pros and cons list here, and I think that's interesting. Okay. And that pros and cons list is um, so first of all, lasers have zero recoil. Right. Which is useful. It's nice. It's a big issue with guns. They must have some recoil, right? It's just like a super tuber. Because like if we have solar sails, that's the concept of photons hit a solar sail and the thing moves. But it's just super tiny. It's imperceivable to okay. you as a human. I'm sorry for being a, a soldier. I should have let it go. <laughs> um, they're very precise, right? Because you could use a computer to calculate exactly where you want it to hit. Mm, can't you do that with a bullet? Mm. I guess it's unaffected uh, by wind and stuff. Unaffected by wind and everything. Um, And it's at light speed, so it's faster than any bullet's ever going to be. That's true. Um, However, however, con, it's going to be affected by like fog and like smoke and dust. Yeah. So light stuff. In that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Light diffractors. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I thought that was interesting as much as I'm like not into guns. Right. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was reading about the airborne laser, which was essentially a 747 mounted with this crazy laser on it such that it could uh, intercept uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so what it would do is like you would just hit it and it would heat it up enough Mm -hmm. to kind of mess up the fuselage of the missile so that it was not good at flying anymore. Uh, And then like it would screw up and fail. Okay. Um, It wasn't like the idea wasn't to blow up the missile or anything. Gotcha. Yeah. So is that how how is that different from like the Reagan Star Wars project? It's pretty similar. I don't know all of the um, details of how that was intended to blow things up. Um, This specifically, the airborne missile, first off, the project was canceled because they were like, this is never going to like, why would we do this? Why do they keep doing that project? Because lasers are cool. Oh, lasers. (laughs) Um, And I think, uh, but yeah, I I remember um, hearing that. So the Star Wars project, though... uh, Again, because you have to do that laser pumping, you need to be able to put energy back into um, the laser. Mm-hmm. And in order to shoot off enough energy, like consistently, um, sometimes it's, you know, for extremely brief amount of times, but it's, it's a really high impact delivery. So it's, it's a lot of energy for a very short amount of time. Um, but just in order to keep that up, they had to use like nuclear generators to Whoa. just provide enough power oh, in the first so cool. place. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I don't know. I feel like... Nuclear is a thing where people are like, mm, probably evil. Lasers are a thing they're like, future, pretty cool. Hey, everything's evil. <laughs> if I've learned nothing from my short life, everything can be evil are if you put evil? your mind to it. No, lasers aren't evil. People are evil. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying lasers, laser guns don't hurt people. People hurt people. I think so. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> um, I don't know, though, but I feel like lasers are still like very traditionally assumed to be just futuristic. Like There is no negative feeling in the culture towards lasers no because you can get blinded by lasers yeah that's true there's a whole protocol there's a protocol on blinding laser weapons really yeah they're banned by like some crazy treaty yeah specifically for blinding but you could use it for heating you can use it to burn people up yes (laughs) weird (laughs) 
<laughs> the world is a crazy place. <sighs> Stop trying to make sense of war, everybody. <laughs> um, but what if we hurt each other in really specific ways? Oh, let's. <laughs> so I think this is the appeal of lasers, though, and mm-hmm. why it always seems like the future. Um, even though sometimes a just bullet gun makes more sense. In a the future, gun. we call them bullet guns. Yeah, we um, have to differentiate. Yeah. Uh, it's because it, it moves us towards this just like simple logic of everything because you're what you're doing is you're translating energy, right? Mm-hmm. So you provide energy in like a battery or a light or whatever, but it's not like this really specific energy. And then through the lasing process, um, you get uh, this really, really super coherent energy that you can do a lot of like neat tricks with you can shoot it super straight you can heat mm-hmm. something up you can mm-hmm. deliver energy in like really really precise ways you can jam out to daft punk absolutely yeah and all of these things point us towards like this is the sort of um everything goes to everything future that i think a lot of like physicists and system engineers think about where it's like you know all we have is like energy credits and there's no other like form of things um and it's the the idea being like yeah, great. We 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 stop having to worry about logistics and transformations, and instead it's just like, yeah, okay, well, we can do a lot of cool stuff with this pure energy in the form of a laser. Mm-hmm. I think it's just very close to pure energy, and it's a good it's a good method for trans transforming things into pure energy. I don't know. I think that's the appeal. It's this like okay. energy collation where it's like, oh, it's look, it's all neat and organized, and it's in exactly lockstep with each other. That's pretty handy. It yeah. seems like some use I don't know. It seems like a good appeal. I don't know. So what are we like? What's our what opinion of lasers? Like, yeah, what do we do now? The same thing we do every week, Pinky. <laughs> uh, try to take over the world with lasers? I don't know. I got I got other stuff going on, if that's cool. All right, maybe not. Maybe lasers will never be a big part of our lives. Maybe we just have to face it. I think, I don't know. I think I could go for some LASIK. That's true. Again, it's just very specific. It's a tool. It's just yeah. another tool. It's like the same way wrenches are a big part of our life. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you get a wrench. I'll get a laser. We'll help each other out with some handiwork that needs Sounds to get done. Sounds fun. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, until then, that's Captain Cogut over there. And God's over here. Bye. Bye.